This is Unclaimed Bands, the show. All right, all right, here we go. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Band. Tonight, we are coming to you from the Legendary Dobbs, located at 304 South Street in Philadelphia, PA. The Legendary Dobbs is Philadelphia's home of live music and has played host to such notable acts as George Thurgood, Nirvana, Green Day, and many more. Dobbs has been showcasing the best local and national music since 1974. And tonight, our guest, they're Carfax Abbey. Welcome, guys. Hey, yo, yo. Yo. Don't forget, Fritz is here. We're here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to forget again. that Fritz yeah, was here. You. Step up, introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I always introduce, introduce myself. You. Fritz is with us. Oh, thank you, Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. For those of you who have been wanting to know and go, writing in, no, I can't kill him. I'm sorry about that. But if you know someone, feel free. Uh, guys, before we jump into the interview, let's uh, listen to a song, let everybody know what your music's about. Uh, what are we going to hear? Oh, let's start off with Discordia. Okay. This is Discordia by Carfax Abbey.
that was Discordia. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. car Rock. Awesome. That yeah. was. Damn. I didn't hit a. If you no, could, okay. from left to right, just uh, tell us your name and what you do in the band. Uh, my name is Noel. I play uh, bass. My name is Gary. I um, create as much chaos as possible, and every now and then I sing. That's correct, actually. Nice. <laughs> nice. Somebody has to do that. I'm David, and I play keys and produce, and I generally have lasers. Lasers. <laughs> it's kind of lasers. all about lasers. Are there sharks with lasers? No, no sharks. That's just, just lasers, lasers, right? Lasers, yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, we, we are missing somebody thing. from the band who couldn't be here right this second. He's who, probably who wandering right outside that door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and John. John. I would ask you to text him, but I don't know if you guys can handle that either. No. I can do his voice pretty good. I could actually pretend he's here. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. John Rusin, our Big guitarist, um, just actually returned back to the band. Um, we had our first show a few weeks ago. And uh, it's been the first time he's been with us in over Since, 10 years. Wow. wow. Okay. Well, nine, Large part nine of the original years. unit is back together, which yeah. is amazing. Because yeah. I was keeping track, it's nine years. Nine years? Nine years? All right, not ten, nice. ten, ten years sounded more he left, he, he left December of 2005. Look at this. Somebody has a memory. Oh, really fucking Rain Man. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He's because an excellent driver. <laughs> Just don't throw a handful of rice down in front of me. <laughs> 10 minutes to Wapner. 10 minutes to Wapner. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. Count each one. <laughs> all right. How did you guys get started as a band? How did this all start? Oh, wow. Um, I was actually in a band um, called Creekside. Um, if, mm. if if we're talking about '80s bands and okay. cocaine, um, <laughs> take away the cocaine and just put in the '80s bands, um, and and there you have like Creekside, a lot like uh, just just pop rock. And um, I actually was asked to be in a cover band called Crush, and uh, John Rusin, our guitarist, was actually asked to the be one in missing. band as well. Um, and that's how we hooked up. And, you know, covers was kind of like paying the bills, but we, we fucking hated it. You yeah. know, and, and I'm not knocking anybody that does covers. Yes, you are. I just, yeah, I, you're right, you, I, I think Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't toss that political correction out the window. I, um, you know, we don't obviously do this <clears> for the money. We do it for the passion. And um, Even though they do make one zero at the end of their number more than that. <laughs> <laughs> But in either case, John and yeah, I were but talking. no talent. The difference is no talent. <laughs> there you it's go. True. Creativity, so, uh, they can yeah, play. Yeah, and that's what we were looking for. We were really looking for a creative outlet, something different at the time. And, uh... So we decided that we would try it out, and um, we were working with a guy by the name of Gary King who worked at Disc Makers, and he threw us David's name, our keyboard player here, and uh, we tried him out, and it worked out well. We were together for a few years. I guess we started in about 96, 96 and then, uh, you know, just building up momentum, building up momentum, and uh, <clears throat> we we actually um, we tried out some bass players. Our bass player at the time wasn't working out. Um, so we tried out some bass players, and Noel was, you know, was a fan. He was a huge fan. I was and, a fan. Uh, he um he came on stage, and I'll never forget it because I didn't know what to expect from Noel. We'd seen him playing in a band that he was in called Down Circle Back, and those guys were great. Um, and I didn't know if he was going to fit what we did. And man, I just remember just being blown away. And I remember calling him on the phone after we had talked, and uh, I said, "Hey, man, you want the gig?" And like it was like a fucking was- frat party in the background. <laughs> and she's like, wow, yeah. I think I had a bottle of tequila in my hand, actually, when he called. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, pretty exciting. Um, so uh, and just we've just been following and, and riding the momentum since then. We've definitely had some hiccups. We've had some hiatuses. Um, I was, uh, I guess, right around 2005, we had signed a deal with uh, Dancing Ferret Discs, um, an independent deal. Um, but if we're 
you know, all jokes aside, cocaine and add anything else, um, I was doing it. And it was uh, grabbing such a hold of me that it, my music was nowhere to be found. Mm -hmm. So um, I actually was fortunate enough to have John Rusin say, listen, I, I can't stand by and watch you kill yourself. So he exited. Um, he exited the band, and that must have been a hell of a move for him. So um, we, we tried to keep it going, and we did. You know, we had some great players with us. I went into rehab. Um, <clears throat> it was back in 2008. And uh, even prior to that, David had left as well. Um, so um, it, it's, it's amazing. David had come out to see us, see me play, actually. I was in rehab, and uh, I did an acoustic show, and David came out to see me play. <laughs> And uh, we have had this standing joke since 2009 that uh, he said, hey, man, why don't you come down to my studio and why don't you just record, like, two acoustics tunes. And, and I uh, hadn't seen him or talked to him in, like, years yeah. at this point. So since then, we, we, we had done the acoustic thing. He had come back into Carfax Abbey. Um, Noel actually went on guitar at one point. Um, so now Noel's back on bass. Rusin's back in the band. And, and Dave and I always go, just, just two songs. Two here. songs, Gary. Just uh -huh. two songs. All we're going to do is two songs. And now it's like we feel like we're, you know, yeah. we got the world in our hands. Yeah. So uh, it's oh. fantastic, man. I'm, I'm so very. Basically, refresh from the battle through the decades and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's Quite what it sounds ride. like. Yeah. It's like you're right back on the same horse. That I'm telling you, man. I mean, been together since '96. I'm not ashamed to say it. No. You know, I, I'm. I will. And listen, this isn't pride. This isn't ego. I will gladly go up on stage with any fucking band that wants to play with us. And I'm not saying that as a, as as you know a jerk. I'm just telling you that I'm that confident. That, that doesn't negate the fact that he is. I am a jerk. <laughs> You're right. I yeah, am a jerk. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but he's a proud jerk for this particular. <laughs> proud jerk. Yeah, 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 correct. Moment, yes. he's sincere. But yes. I tell yes. you, man, I just that's how confident. I make me cry. I feel it's, about these players and, that I'm in. And, the uh, crazy thing about it is that like <clears> you you can't explain to a non-musician or a non-band guy what it's like to have started with these guys in 96 and been through these crazy roller coaster rides of life well, and then you tell people but you're doing it again or you're back in or you're reforming or you're continuing why are you you're 45 what are you doing and i'm like you don't understand the right. feeling mm. of being on stage or even in the goddamn rehearsal room or down in studio Auroviral and at my place writing an album there's this synergy that happens between the four of us and it's it's the exa it's exactly the same way as it was in '96. It's better now. Yeah, see, it's more of a natural high when you're not studio. Very true. Yes. The yeah. click, the synergy and the clicking from what you guys did before yeah. is back. Yes. Listen, I saw you way back in the day. We just got done talking yeah. about this. Yeah. Okay. It's that same feeling, mm -hmm. like you never left. It is exactly you know? correct. Okay, it's like a coat you found 20 years yeah. ago in a closet, and you go, dude, yeah. look at my leather jacket, and yeah. it fits. It yeah, still yeah, fits. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's, That's true. Well, and what's even crazier is, like, you talk to people about best friends, like guys and, and loving, guys who, like, just have a manly love of each other, and, you like, it's, it's. Manly, said manly love. love. I did. He but did. but yeah. the reason I'm saying it's it is. awfully like, early in the evening There's that. guys, boom, boom. the deal is that there's guys who are best friends. But guys who are in a band together and who are also best friends, that is an order of magnitude more loyalty, more ev more of every good positive feeling you could possibly have. I, I yeah. have to agree with you. It's like a, you're almost like a SWAT team or like yeah. a, a group of soldiers. I mean, I'm not to diminish what our soldiers do, right. but it is like you're in the battle together. You are, and that's you know? the whole thing. You yeah. want to keep on growing. You want to take the battle to the next level. And the Absolutely. next level is releasing your album yes. and taking it back on the charts yes. and everything else back in the day. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, absolutely. 
cool. Well, yeah, you know, on that, we're talking releasing an album. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys about uh, Caustic Revolution. You released it in 2012. Your previous album was 2007. Yeah. This time out, you guys decided to do a concept record. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me about that, like the decision like behind that. I had heard this story about the um, Dyatlov Pass incident. Um, and I, I was raised, like my dad, you know, uh, Orson Welles, War of the Worlds. Like I, I've always been into, you know, just some, my dad is a bit of a, a horror freak and just <clears throat> a little out of his mind um, <laughs> in a good way. That's actually correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I, I heard about these uh, these group of, um, uh, we'll call them expeditionists, um, and they were in Russia back in like the 50s. And I think there was like, I don't know, eight or nine of them, and they had hiked up this mountain, and um, they were supposed to be there for about two weeks and then come back. So two weeks later, they don't come back. So uh, they sent out a search party for them. They find them, and, and all the tents are, are ripped from the inside out. There's no visible, like, lacerations or cuts, but they have these wounds, like a tractor trailer had hit them. And some of them actually had, like, nuclear radiation radiation off of them. And it was like, and when I heard it, I was like, that is the coolest fucking thing I have ever heard. (laughs) Um, And I was like, I just want to write about that. Um, And that was one of the first songs that we did. It's actually the opening track on the CD, on the disc. Um, and we just, we took it from there. Um, you know, we, we went in all kinds of different directions. Um, God bless Noel's mom. Um, she passed like a little less than a year ago. Yeah. Um, we, we had wrote about that, about, about the cancer taking over. We, we, we just wanted to, to ch- touch some things that were a little bit off the wall, but th- they had some truth to them as well. Yeah, we were, we were in a weird position because, um, we had lost our original drummer. He had he had made the decision to to move on, and it was Gary Noel and I, and we were sitting down yeah. to write this thing. Just all three of us. That's it. it. Was just, Nobody else did. We scheduled a Monday at my place where the studio is, <clears> and they would come all the way up to Marsville, PA, every Monday night for a year, and every Monday night we would just sit down and talk, and then we would write, and then there was an idea or a, a word or a phrase or a <clears throat> an image, and we would just say there was no we're not going to follow industrial rock or you know industrial we're just going to write what we're feeling we're not going to try to follow a formula and we just sat down there for a freaking year yeah and we came up with this this seamless flowing thing that's just under an hour long and, it, and that's what cost of revolution became and it really just tells the story of strange happenings and the end of the world and and uh i i love it i love this record i think it's the best thing that we've ever done and that's not just being you know everybody says that but it really is a part of us. It's, yeah. I think, because it's such a combined effort between the three of All us. All three of us, um, yeah. You know, there were times where back, like, Second Skin, it was either, it was either John. Um, sometimes, you know, Noel came in with some ideas on It Screams Disease. Um, B- Byron, our old drummer, had, had put some ideas in. And, you know, I wrote a lot of lyrics, but it, it wasn't, as a band, <coughs> co- collaborative. And, and that was what the Caustic Revolution was between the three of us. So that's where the man love came. Definitely the main love. That's where it started. Add main love here. Clear where that came from. You know, it's funny because we're all going through shit. You know, I had gone through a a horrible divorce. And, you know, the other things that Gary had, multiple. Yeah. Yeah. So the deal is, is that that has to come out. Some people drink. Some people drug. Some people go shoot other people. Some people kill themselves. We channel this shit Mm. into our art or our music or whatever you want to call it. That's what we do. That's fantastic. That's great. Yeah, we find... uh, there's one thing I've, I've always cherished about Carfax Abbey is, is we can find the the hope in tragedy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I like that. Wow. 
and, and I've always been just, I've, I've loved that. That's about us. touching. I, I usually find the humor. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I can crack a joke. I can any social, in any social situation, I can crack a joke. There yes. you go. <laughs> what? This is for each one of you, so I expect an answer from everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're being quizzed. That's right, I do, everybody. I expect an answer from everybody here. Um, but uh, because you guys uh, talk about uh, how well you, you really you know, love this record and how well you collaborated on it, I'm curious, is there any one song that really resonates for you? And if so, which one is it? I don't... Strangely yes. enough, I don't, I don't personally have a, an answer for that. Because, okay. I yeah, um, they're all they're all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I don't have a favorite. I don't. I don't put that album in and well, fast I didn't forward. Mean, I didn't mean yeah. favorite. I didn't mean favorite. They're like something that just really just you know touches you maybe a little bit more than the other songs. Um, you know what? I'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me while let me actually put some thought into that. While we're waiting for, for Noel's answer. <laughs> You know, one one of the things, and, and obviously being biased because I help I help write the album. One of the things that I I truly like about this album is that usually where one song ends, the next one begins. Mm -hmm. um, so in a way, um, all of those tracks to me it could be one combined song. Um, to me, to me, that's the best way I like to listen to it. If I were to give you one that I think probably. Um, Kicks me in the ass, maybe a, li a little bit more than the others. I'd probably say it's the, the next song you guys are probably going to be playing uh, off of this interview, which is called Some of Me. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to agree with, uh, with Gary. Um, Some of Me used to be a song called Some Other Me from way back in the day. Mm -hmm. From the first days, back when you probably saw us yeah. at the truck back in whenever that was ninety eight, ninety eight, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it you never had hair. Mm -hmm. It never really got a release or a recording that was worthy. We were very primitive back then, the way we recorded, and we just never really recorded. Well, a lot it. of people, and uh, we, you know, Gary and I were talking. He said, you know, we 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 brought up. I have everything we've ever done archived on DAT tape. Wow. Audio tape. Mm. And I have a box and an archive. Like, it's hundreds of tapes of everything we've done. So I pulled this old thing out and I played it. And I'm like, dude, we need to revisit this tune. So we did. I wrote some new sequencing for it and sounds. And, you know, Gary, I made some suggestions to make the, the major chorus minor to bring it down into the album. And Gary wrote some new lyrics, which are really good. The other tune that really jazzes me is the one that we've already played, mm -hmm. which is Discordia, which, strangely enough, Noel came down with this just spectacular bass riff and it led me i was so inspired by it he laid down some bass and guitar and it was this riff and they, they went away and i'm sitting there <laughs> in my basement and it's like yeah. i didn't go to bed at, that night right. i wrote an entire freaking arrangement around what noel had laid down and it's just this spooky slow plotting terrifying tune i wrote all the lyrics i even sang the damn lyrics in, in my booth so that when Gary came in I'm like guys listen to what I did and, and like we <laughs> all said it just like that we too. all agreed that it was a cool tune so I had Gary go in and redo the lead vocal right. and Noel laid down more guitar and bass and we just put it together and this, that Discordia and some of, of me are probably my favorite and they're songs. very different songs they are oh, utterly yeah. different yeah. extremely yeah. different yeah. songs tempo wise I mean lyrical concert. and one blends Right into the other. I think on the actually album. Discordia is right. Song yeah. five Weird. and song six. Yeah. Some of me is song five. So you yep. basically blend it straight on through. So there's no we did. stop. Yeah, there's exactly. no gaps on the record. I mean, you'll hear a sonically, right. yeah. it well, changes. But right, not. but it, it cuts down a little bit and shoots right back up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
There's there's an instrumental on there that That's, uh, oh, yeah. I am just and I had you know I didn't write one lyric to it. I didn't have anything to do with any of the writing of that song, and it for some reason I just dig the hell out of that tune. Is that the one with the, the it's the, the Pink Floydish sounding thing? The sample of uh, ships may not enter. We're not. We're all yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Are we, are, the, are only we the only ones? Yes. So basically, it's a pause in the album, and it's a it's a it's a you know just this little instrumental that I did, and that we all sort of contributed a little flavor to. And I had some of these NOAA weather report samples that I found. And, like, I'm thinking, like, this you know, San Francisco Bay is closed down because these things are attacking or some crazy right. thing. Yeah. And, like, the NOAA weather report's going on over the, you know, no ships may enter or like that. It's like this, like, weird, like, you know, thing going on. And it does. It's nice. creepy as hell. This record's creepy. And what I liked about it, it was placed at a point which is right before a song called Proving Ground. And from oh, that yeah. point on, the last probably three songs are, See, that's a are the song rebellion, too. you know, about yeah, the, we fight back. The, the uprising yeah. um, of fighting back. Because, you know, we all, the humans have to fight back. And, oh, absolutely. We always have to win because <laughs> Dan the man, yeah. basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're the green man. Yes. Cliff and Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So. No, Noah, you got an answer? No, yet? Did you, I see the smoke coming out. That's why we have Noel as our PR man. I can see that. <laughs> he handles PR for the yeah, band. He does a great job. Yep. This He's is... like the man of man. But yep. he but he is an excellent driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna disagree with what they said. You're not a good uh, driver? Okay. No, 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 I'm an excellent driver. No, I'm gonna agree with the songs that they mentioned. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. some of <coughs> agree. Okay. I mean, it, he said disagree. Disagree. That's what he wants to do. His instinct is to fucking disagree. My instinct is, is, to, is to rub people the wrong way. <laughs> it's again the gerbil in his head going yeah. the opposite Absolutely. way. Absolutely. No, 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 fuck right. Gary. Fuck yeah. Dave. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, you know, because you guys have been around for a while now as a band, which is tremendous, but. Uh, I'm curious to get this take, and we don't have this opportunity to find this out too often, but what do you think has been the biggest change from um, the music scene back when you first started in 98 oh, to, oh. to now? Where do you want to start? Well, just How the long biggest. do we just have? The biggest. Not we all have a, of them, but we what have do you think a, is the biggest? All night. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, I'll just give you one, and then Gary can give you one. My, my, my biggest thing, and, and it's something I've had to really adjust myself to, is the way that music is marketed and sold. And... When I talk to kids, meaning people who are younger than myself, I say I still say to them, "Hey, where do you buy your music?" And they look at me with this blank stare. <laughs> buy my music, dude! I get it off Russian websites. I get it off file sharing. I don't buy music. What are you talking about? It's just gone. People don't buy music. There's no value in music for people anymore. Do you need me to go out there and handle that for you? No. So there's. <laughs> that was really difficult for me oh, because sorry. each record we've made, you know, costs us a ton of money. Yeah, and gear and time and and marketing and all the things that we do, and the reality is, is nobody buys them. Nobody buys them, and that is just because things have changed. And so for me, it's been really hard to adjust to that. When was the last uh, time you saw Sam Goody? I still or buy coconuts. CDs. So do I, I buy so my do music I. on CDs. So I. I have a hard copy backup of all my favorite music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got hundreds of CDs. So do I. But I mean, that's the that's the thing for me that's been the hardest. That so much doesn't rub me as as much as it rubs David, and I understand where David's coming from because David, from a technical standpoint and an audio engineering and producing standpoint, puts so much into it. I mean, the, the hours that he puts in, as opposed to you know me getting in the vocal booth and, and laying down some tracks. We all put it in. But there. but but yeah. hear me out. What does it for me is the um the fucking glorified karaoke shows yeah. um like idol and the voice and 
just the entire fucking lack of originality. Yep. It pisses me off to no end because, unfortunately, it is so popular. But, like, and we were talking after rehearsal uh, a couple nights ago. We were talking about uh, Alice in Chains, mm. Dirt. Yeah. And I'm just thinking to myself, th- there's no one that that is is really doing that and that there's no market for that and you know all the shit that Lane Staley had been through he was able to express that you know in, in such a fashion that it just blew people away and I you know on Wednesdays when we don't have rehearsal God bless my wife she will watch American Idol and and like Jennifer Lopez will get rubbed the wrong way if, if a person goes too dark and I'm like, fuck you! Please! Go dark! Well, Why first isn't Alice Cooper on that show, right? right? No? Where, where is Cooper? True. First of all, you're too happy. none of them I'm produce sorry. crap. <laughs> no, and all what, three of them didn't, no, don't even know how to produce. Well, so how do you be a judge when you can't know how to listen to a song and make it work? Well, yeah, yeah, but you have to take a look at it and say you've got people <clears> that are... It's it's a pop music contest. Yeah, yeah. and just listen. There's such a market okay. for it. I'm not taking away the market for it. I think what I, what what I guess rubs me the wrong way is just the lack of originality. Yes, even yes. the winners, you know, they're forking over so much money to what's the guy's name, Simon Cowley. Yep. He started all that. Yep. You know, they're getting a ton of publicity. I'm sure they're making a pretty good living. But guess what? They ain't making what they could be making. Yeah. No, nope. those days are over. And the reality of it is, the only reason these people are popular. Is because we are inundated with them on the radio and on the television and on the internet twenty four oh, hours programming. a day. If you took Brain Claw Music, my electronic product, if you took Carfax Abbey, our project, and if you got DJs all across the country at the same time to say take Proving Ground and drop it, and everyone heard it, we would be fucking millionaires because that is why we like what we like. Mm-hmm. We are drowned in it. You're right, and we are drowned in crap because the guys who own what's left of the music industry know their time's up. And at this point, they're taking tried and true formulas. They're manufacturing stars yep. I agree who don't 100%. exist. Yep. And they're having songwriters write songs for these people. And then they're marketing it. It's their last squeeze of the freaking Well, it is. It goes, with, it goes with Beaver and everybody else. They oh, can't write a goddamn song. Guy. But yeah. some dude's sitting in his piano writing it and right. say, I need to make millions. So let me sell it to this kid Precisely. that's uh, top of the charts right now right. And, and making me money. Yep. And this please don't me. take it. You know, I, Listen, I'm... <laughs> the furthest thing from a millionaire um i'm not i'm not jealous of their money no um, no i'm, I'm no, just no, no, no. i'm, I'm somewhat you know just uh i guess you know, uh, i have you some know, disdain I, towards a lack of originality exactly i'm Same jealous here. of the access these people have if we had that access we would be of course popular yeah and i mean exactly. people would appreciate what we're doing well, it's marketing and they yes. market well, it's the about giving a fair it doesn't shot. matter who it is exactly. it's about getting a fair shot yep and you know that's always been the indie band struggle. I don't yes. care if you're Carfax or any of these other dudes oh, no, you've ever no, played with. Absolutely. There's this surface tension in, at the top or the middle yep. that you can't even break anymore. It's, it's that tin roof. Mm-hmm. You can't break the tin roof. No. Exactly. What, what, is, what is your big change you've seen? Uh, I'm just going to take it more uh, local. I guess I'd say the, you know, the scene in Philadelphia mm. has yeah. changed. Now, the, the obvious person who wants to disagree or argue with me would say, well, it's because you've gotten older, which is true. We've all gotten older, and we're probably not out and about as much now as we were 15 years ago. Yeah, but I, I don't think, I know, I think I know where you're going with this. You well, I mean, for me, I lived in Maniunk for five years, okay? Yeah. I could walk to the Grape Street Pub back when ILQ was playing all the time, uh. you know, and, and all those, you know, mm-hmm. ba- you know, we're talking... 
mid yeah, mid to yeah, late yep. 90s into yes. the early 2000s. Yep. I used to be at the Grape Street mm-hmm. every other night. Yep. Right. And that's and I was yeah, a recluse, I <laughs> and I went out Thursday, but, Friday, yeah. Saturday. But I don't night. think I don't think it's because I, I know you were going to the bank because you're sanctuary. Older. Maybe you're not going out as often. All these well, that's what somebody would turn around. Some Empire Rock Club. Yeah. Yeah. Club. No, no, no. The, I think the but people block. have said that. Yes. I mean, people, all these people have argued with They're me. All gone. That's absolutely. Yep. That's people have argued with me and said, "Well, no, it the scene does still exist. It's because you you feel that way because I disagree with that one hundred percent. Well, I do too. That's why I brought it up. But but people do use that as. Their argument I, I is think that people, you're just like everything else that we we consume. Okay, it's very easy to sit in front of a computer, in front of a TV, or more mm-hmm. slightly in front of the computer, and yes. consume it that way. Yeah, and I think too often people do that. Yes, and they don't take that chance, even though it's like five bucks, you know, right. cover to get into right. a bar yeah. to see four or five bands you've never seen before. But you right. might walk away loving two of them, even yeah. if you love but, one of them. But people don't yeah. take that risk anymore. And at the yeah. same point, mm-hmm. I think that. I think that too often certain bands rely too much on social media and not enough for getting out there and talking to band, talking yeah. to people, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and you, actually meeting you make someone. A, you make a great point okay. because what happens... That becomes a, a real issue. We made it a, our mission when we were first starting. You mm-hmm. know, Gary, John, all of us, we were just like, you know what? We are so sick of watching a bunch of guys on stage stare at their shoes in flannel and have a beer in their hand while they're <laughs> playing <laughs> and just stand there looking at the ground. So we decided, you know what? We're going to get lights and smoke and lasers. We're going to wear yes. cool outfits. Gary's going to light himself the fuck on fire. Gary had this incredible makeup, dude. And, and, I mean, you know, we brought a show. Well, that's, yes. what, that's what's missing. It's like yes. Abilene's or going to Nick's. Yeah. When you went to well, the Empire, you knew what you are buying to get in for five bucks. You knew what you were getting yeah. for your money. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. had a show. You had separate yes. checks. You had duct tape. You no, had we, pretty poison. We have, yes. we have started You had bands that bands. would show yeah. up. Some newer bands would put to bring a show some, on itself. some thought into that now. Yeah. But they're few and far between. And, and that's the one thing that I... Those are the ones that are standing out there. True. And that's the one thing that I would like now that... Damn near the original lineup is back in Carfax Abbey. That's the one thing. If if, if I'm going to try and take the bull by the horns, and that's exactly what I'm going to do, I'm going to say it's up to us to make a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. we need to get on that stage and give people a fucking reason to come out and see live shows. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'll tell you, as, as Carfax, probably over the past few years, I don't think we've been doing that. Um, because I also feel that we're only as good as the players that we're with. Yeah. You know, and the players that we have <laughs> right here, right now, Listen, this will be the last formation of Carfax Abbey. We there all will agree. will not be another formation of Carfax If somebody Abbey. has a problem, if somebody gets tired of it, we're going to just put it down. That's it. Wow. But I can tell you the like energy. Yeah, yeah that, like that's going to happen. Right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the energy yeah, now is like, let's just let's just take over run. the world. It sounds like you guys are back in 1988. Uh, Shh, minus the cocaine. <laughs> minus the cocaine. <laughs> well, I'll tell that's you what. Uh, and I'm not throwing up anymore. <laughs> Why don't, uh, why don't we take a break and listen to another song? Uh, what Let's are we going to hear this time? Some of Me. All right, this is Some of Me by Carfax Abbey.
that song. Carfax Love that Abby. song. Kicks your ass a little bit. Hey, yeah, guys, where's the best place for everybody to go to keep in touch with you, find out where you're playing at? What, what's the news? Facebook is probably the easiest. Okay. Um, we're in the process of, of updating our website, website and getting that up to par. And the website. And the website. <laughs> we the website and the website. Yeah. The website. Um, okay. yes. um, we have a Twitter account, but I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, <laughs> I think it's written I think in the bathroom the wall downstairs. If you go to the website, it's there. I'm not sure if it's on the website, though. Just www.carfaxabby.com. Um, and below that is links to every other social media site that we're on. Through through all the different um, member change-ups and stuff like that, longevity. What do you what do you guys uh, attribute to your longevity of the band? I mean, continuing on and and pushing it forward. The love. It's got to be the passion. I mean, if it's not there, if you know, my dad told, I'll never forget my dad. God bless him, as, as crazy as he can be. He, he told me early on, if, if if you don't have butterflies somewhat before a show, then you ain't doing the right thing. Yeah. You, you yeah. ain't in it for the right yeah. reasons. Right. You know, and, and to me, that passion, that sense of love that you have for this, it, it brings about like a nervous energy. Like, And once the first note hits, I'm off to the races. I'm good yeah. to go from <laughs> that point on. But, yeah, I think it's the it, love for the music. It's like the night before yeah. Christmas because, like, Gary, we've all been doing this, like you, you've said, a long fucking time. I get a text from Gary. I'm laying in my friggin' bed playing a video game on my pad, and I get this text. And I'm like, who the fuck is texting me this late? And it's Gary. And he's like, I am going to fucking break every fucking thing on the fucking stage tomorrow. <laughs> and I write back, yeah, yeah, I'm going to laze everything yeah. to a burst. Of course, I get the same text at 2 o'clock in the morning. I go, dude, what's wrong? Yeah. What's going on? He goes, he goes, oh, no, no. It's, everything's fine. I'm just like, oh. I'm it's like, like we're oh, getting I fired like up. Maybe like, you know, I thought. I said it's official. I'm fucking someone or something up. He's like, and then, and, and then you get another one. In 26 hours, it's going down. And I'm like, fuck yeah. It's, it's on. Like, it's on. Absolutely. How many shows have we played? And, and you're texting still him the suicide like hotline. That, right? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, dude, seriously, <laughs> someone go get Gary. Yeah, somebody. He's... But the, the point being is that after since 1996, we still get this. Never gets old. Yeah, man. It's always Good. something we look forward to. It's always a blast. And when we're done, it's like this. Just I, you know, I, I have no other way to describe it than like a friggin' post sex. Let down the next day. Like, oh my god, that your back, your lower great. back's a little more sore. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah. put everything into it. Yeah, yeah. you do. I mean, oh, you'll see. You'll see. It's at it's... the last show we were bleeding. We were, we were cut. Yes, I didn't yeah. walk. Then I mean, I was. I pulled every muscle in my friggin' body. Yeah, and like that's that, that's how we know we gave it a hundred percent right there. We 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 go into it, and we we talked about this at rehearsal the other night. If if we don't get on stage and perform like it is our last show. Every time, yeah. Then it's not right. All right. Because frankly, it could be. It could. Yeah. Be. Yeah. <laughs> For many reasons. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You know. no, no disrespect, but you're not spring chickens anymore. Not at all. No. Oh, John Rusey fucking shows up. He found the closet. John, Let's Rusey. add another man. Big John. Let's add another man to the room. <laughs> Do you smell the man Let's, juice? Too? Yeah, the more the testosterone just man increased. Juice, back yeah, to the, man juice. the testosterone yeah, just went up. Say hi. Say, say hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, John's here. John's here from New York. He's, he he found. Yeah, no, he found David works in New York. Actually, that was me. David John's was coming here. from New Jersey. I may as well be in New York. I'm so far down in Jersey. Well, Jersey, yeah. Down. Doesn't let you out. It's like a Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, that is and true. And they can't drive, so it doesn't really matter. If, uh, That's also true. <laughs> right. If you guys could play any venue in the world, what would it be, and why? 
Mm. Any venue in the world? Yeah. Top of my head. Red Rocks pops in my head. I don't know. Red Rocks, good one. I mean, just... John? Sure, why not? Is the Hammersmith Odeon still in? Does it have to Britain? still be open? Is that place still there? <laughs> no, 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 no. This you is you can say whatever. 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 Spectrum. The Spectrum. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm just a humongous Queen fan and Freddie Mercury. So Wembley Stadium, if it was still there, you go. You know, Stan, I would definitely. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I I respect the Spectrum thing. I respect the others too, but the Spectrum. Grew up you know, Mango and Eric. Yeah, that's that Philly thing. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, so what like, would you say for, for the band uh, has been the greatest achievement to date? Uh, us sitting in this room 20 <laughs> years later, yeah. um, still doing this. I'd say that's one hell of an achievement. I, think, I agree. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. Alive, yeah. yeah seriously. Yeah. I mean, but, okay, that's, uh, and, and the lasers. Yeah. Lasers. I mean, we, we, we have achieved a lot, and, and I'm damn proud of, of everything that we've achieved. Um, you know, I would like to say that when Carfax Abbey is is no more, and we're not doing this anymore, I still would like to think that you know the name will be remembered, um, and 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 that's something that I I always try and again like we play every show like it's our last. So if we do that, then the name will be remembered. Um, but but being here, you know, after 1996, and, and with the members that I look at now, which are like I said, a damn near the original lineup to me that. To me, that is the biggest achievement. Yeah. Cool, cool. Great. So after uh, after you guys play tonight here at Dobbs, uh, what's next for Carfax Abbey? Probably the emergency Rest. room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there should be an ambulance <laughs> waiting outside. So, so Elder Scrolls saying, Online. It, if people come in, if they pay, like, you know, you get a discount on cover, if they bring a tube of Ben Gay for the band. There you go. Sure. <laughs> it's our Steel Wheels tour. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the Walker tour. Yeah. The Where's My Teeth tour. <laughs> well, guys, I want to thank you for taking time to do the interview. Thanks uh, for having us. It's been great seeing you. It's great talking to you. Thank you, thank Tom, you, John, for showing up. Thank you, John, for showing up. <laughs> 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 Happy to be He's here. Best interview he's ever done. Yes. I want to thank you guys for uh, yeah. truly, truly promoting original music. Yeah. Um, hey, you, yes. you guys, man. We do it because we love it. Yeah. That's well, why we do it. We can. That's why I emailed you. I said you, you talked about the uh, the love you oh know, yeah, and uh, we know a thing or two about the love. Yeah, see, we're we're love men over here too. We, we, we yeah, sure, we got to get some more women in there's, unclaimed bands. There's, there's a lot of men yeah. out here. That's there's true. a lot of there's so a lot of the word love going around yes. with eight men in a, a room. Man, yeah, <laughs> unclaimed bands. Feeling uncomfortable. Yes. Manly man. It's like a sauna in here. Yes, it is. But, but yeah. unclaimed bands Irish do this for love and promote you guys as much as yep. you can. We want you to get your name back out there. We knew you guys way back in the day when you guys played and. You had longer hair. Anyway. <laughs> and yeah. we had, Actually, Gary had shorter hair. Yes. Are yeah. you going to be here at midnight when we go on? Right? Hopefully. If I don't, don't get drunk and <laughs> yeah. fall off stage. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get locked down. It's the night nice story for Fritz. There <laughs> you, know? you go. And he only has one cop friend on the streets. So. That's right. I have one cop friend actually. Actually, so. actually a guy who was at the show. At, at the Dave Jones is actually. Dave Jones was at the Yeah, he used to work with Abolish. So. Yes. Oh, oh really? Yes. Yes. I remember Shulman you, has Mr. Billings. Pass when we played at the Trocadero it's, it's right for the here. YSP Loud and, and you still have your no long hair. No kidding. With yes. And, I, and you actually still have your long hair. Yeah. Yeah, we, like the other guy. John, I, uh, John looks exactly the same as he did. <laughs> yeah, he did, actually. I could recognize him. It's, it's like he went in a time that machine. That is awesome. Like, you know, yes. Frozen for yeah, my, uh, my That's where I've been. I've been cryogenically frozen for the last <laughs> I figured sooner or later I would get a leg up on these guys. <laughs> yeah. That's what it took. We thawed him out a couple weeks ago. I, I see that. Yeah.
Well, guys, look, I want to thank you. Um, <laughs> everybody out there, make sure you uh, check out Carfax Abbey, okay, when you're done this interview. Uh, I really encourage you to get the rest of the album. I did. I love it. Um, until next time, everybody, this is Sean and Fritz from Unplained Bands. Band. Band. And our guests have been Carfax Abbey. Yes. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank, you, guys. You. thank you. Thank you, guys, so, so much. Thank you. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of Unclaimed Bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.